right, all the lads have assembled. We are here to celebrate. Celebrate? Yes. yes. Celebrate, yes, we are here to celebrate. When was the last time it happened? Seven years, Matt. It was, was it seven or seven tests? Seven years, the All Blacks, wasn't it? Yeah. Seven years, you were 21. Since we beat them last? Yep. you're 21 years old. Fuck off. I yep. thought it was seven tests. No, mate, years. Seven tests? What have you been watching? It's, it's been more than two years since we beat a New Zealand side at competitive rugby. All fucking schoolboys, super rugby, the whole thing. I thought it was tests. Years, Jim. Years. Seven years. You were 21. How crazy is that? Richard? Going years or tests? I'm, I'm going years. <laughs> you can't just... Because you play three tests a year. You play three tests a year. So that, if it was only seven tests, that'd only be two and a half years, surely. You yeah, know, you haven't been that successful. Just going to get my phone. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Anyway, while Jim's not believing facts, yes. welcome to the Rugby Report Card. You're here with Blake, Jim and Richard for what might be our last podcast of the year. We'll, we'll play that by year. Um, and we've just got the one game to report on and we might mm. preview the spring tour to come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but what what a, just an incredible day to be an Australian rugby fan. Oh, I th- uh, do you know what? I think just gen- uh, rugby in general, I know there's such a cliche saying rugby is the winner, but it was it was a fantastic game. Right? And we talked about on this podcast about being, has the game gone a bit soft in regards to some of the decisions that are being made? And quite rightly, we have to look after the player, uh, player welfare, but just the the ferocity of some of the hits, and but, but, lega- but legal hits, you know, double team hits. And, and getting that contact was just, it was, it was great to watch. It wasn't just swinging high arms or over the top. It was good, fierce contact. And, and that's, that's, that's a great game to watch. All of it was amazing. I mm. thought the game, the fans, everything. Kudos what, to What's Brisbane blown me away is Kiwi fans. Because on this podcast, we often, you know, praise the Kiwis for 15 minutes and then perhaps suggest this one thing isn't firing and get met with... You fucking idiots, we've beaten you 10 years in a row. It's like, all right, we know that. Um, but the way the Kiwi fans have basically come out and said, yeah, well done, Australia, you, you deserved it, um, and we're happy to have a competition again. Not diluted. I know they had a lot of players out, but Could I will you, take it. You, even you would be magnanimous if you only lost one game in every, like, 10, though, surely. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a pretty sore loser. Yeah, yeah, Jim, you back true. with us? No, still, still, searching, still searching. Still searching. <laughs> Literally, he's just punching in some stats. Um, but so going back to the game, though, I think with, there's so many good things. We've talked about a lot of negativity over the time. But where do you want to start with the positives? Do you want to talk about the, the individuals or just collectively? Oh, I think collectively, and, and we've been throughout the season, we've, we've got to praise some coaches here. Whoa, because whoa, I think whoa. we on, shat eh? on Nathan Gray, and rightfully so. Yeah, That was disgusting. We lost yeah. to Scotland, conceded 50 points in the first game of the series. But, mate, hasn't he turned it around? Mm. That, that This game was one-off defence. Do you think that's actually him being um, upping his game or just actually a mindset of the players changing due to the fact that they're playing New Zealand in Brisbane? It's the last real game before they go up to Spring Tour, and it, that's their mindset changing. Probably a combination, but I think you've got to give credit with credit. Sure. Oh, I think absolutely. what's most impressive is they are the Wallabies. And mm. I think in the Scotland series and even the start of this series... They were super rugby individuals playing under a new structure. They didn't look fit enough. Mm. 
they didn't do the set piece well, they couldn't hold the ball, mm. they couldn't get any of the basics right, let alone the fancy stuff. Now they look like Czech's team, um, and we can see that that team sort of does have a brand of its own. Do you think that they've now set the standard ready for uh, the spring tour you've already mentioned in the Japan game as well? And in Sucked future? in! Fucking hell, it's seven tests, you sons of bitches. Take that! Is that? Yes, you fucking idiot, seven years, 2010. God, that felt good and worth all that struggle. We beat them in uh, Sydney, August 8th, 2015. Oh, there you go. Yeah, what fucking humble pie. I don't know, 27-19. 2015 Rugby Championship, fellas. When was the last one before I'll that? I'll be sitting over here when you want to apologise. I apologise, Jim. No worries, mate. I'm sorry, Jim. Yeah, I don't know about you yet. <laughs> <laughs> He's working. It felt like seven years. Yeah, well, it did pretty much. But what? Yeah. Do you, but what? Do you think? Uh, go just going back to before uh, Jim triumphantly said it was seven. Deservedly so. Correct. I'll absolutely. eat some humble pie here. Yeah, absolutely. Can I have this one? Yeah, uh, does it? Does it? Be a dick about it, though, is it? Nah, really. You can be a little bit. I was going to be whether or not. Yeah, true. Um, do you, is this now the brand that's been created, and so therefore, if they don't play at the same intensity and um, then there is questions to be asked because that is now the, the high point that they've got to get to every game. I, I feel like, hopefully, and I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see a continuation through the spring tour where this thing builds and builds and builds. Where everything could fuck up is the super rugby teams. Hmm. If they haven't sorted their shit out, it's going to be this vicious cycle hmm. where rugby dies again, no one's watching it, the brand shit, we're getting walloped every week. Checker, well, that's too much praise on him, but the Wallabies rebuild, and at the end of the Wallaby season, yeah, we got 20 blokes that are pretty chopped that can get it done. Mm. Um, that's a cycle that is not going to help. What mm. we need to do is carry this on into the spring tour and then carry that on to a good start to Super Rugby. But no one I'm cares. not deluded. No one, it's the structure of the tournament. It's not necessarily the successes of the teams. We're getting a team into the finals regardless. Mm. No, I know, but I think the reason the Wallabies suck so much, which is the one thing people care about, is how much the Super Rugby teams sucked. Yeah, no, yeah, it was too big of a that. step up. No. It took time too. Yeah, that's what I mean. It took, it took every game this series for the Wallabies to build to this moment. And while we're praising coaches, we've got to praise... What's his name, Jim? Scrum coach? The Desma. <laughs> that his name? Who's your coach next year? Oh, the Hagu Arras. Yeah, well, I'm excited for this. Don't quiz me, mate. <laughs> I know. You know, I know my stats. <laughs> um, well, incredible job, mate. Our scrum's great. It just got better every single game that these guys played together. And I knew CO was up to it. I knew Tataf was up to it. But they're not the spring chickens. To see CO develop into a a world-class prop that can hold it with New Zealand, South Africa and Argentina comfortably was really, really encouraging. And, and, and it, hit it up as often as he does. Yeah, yeah, and carry the ball. So I'm just so happy. Our line-out was shit last year. It was good this year. Um, obviously not everything's fixed, but fuck, let us enjoy this one. Mm. I think going back to the scrum, by the way, I think you have to praise uh, Kepu as well. I think he's added a lot since he's come in. But last week you talked about um, no, the, the defining... No, podcast last oh. week. Oh, hello. He's just in I've got a bit of confidence about me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> just got one stat. Um, <laughs> Jim the corrector, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Was it two weeks ago, Jim? <laughs> Um, yeah, it was. No, okay. uh, two weeks ago, you mentioned that the the result of this game would ultimately be a, refl- a deciding factor of whether your season was a success or not. And obviously, be winning does that. Are you still standing by the fact that your 
the international season, irrespective of how the spring tour goes. It's got to be because uh, Dempsey's actually all right. I don't know if I wasn't listening while I was. That was a strange segue. Yeah, I know. Dempsey. <laughs> well, you're talking about successes or not? No, and no, no. I'm Dempsey just talking was about... shit for the Tars. Well, before we go to individuals about, about Dempsey, etc. But as a as a collective, as an international season pre spring tour, it was decided that this would be the decide. This would be either a success or failure. I'm we haven't lost our last five. Remember they threw that stat out in the game? Did we drew two of them? <laughs> you can't be saying that. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess it is. Because I think right now, I, I don't think you could refute the argument that Australia is the third best nation in the world. Hmm. You might equal with South Africa, maybe. Third, fourth. But right now, mate, from the state of things six months ago, I will fucking take that. Hmm. We could have been sixth or seventh. Hmm. Oh, absolutely, and no, I agree. We were talking about it being at the same level as... I don't know about as, third. Is that what it says on the... Uh, that's what we're ranked, and, and I, I genuinely think... Can we Ireland last time we played them? I genuinely think there's an argument that we are third. And by the way, that, that, I'm excited by um, Ireland. They're going to be coming down here next year. 2018? Yeah. Um, yeah. And that'll be a great series, actually. Yeah. Three-test match series. Super it's just who they that. bring, though, you know? Oh, I think it always the, boils down to that. No, I think the days of bringing... I remember when England got absolutely smashed. You know, we brought like a second-string team. But I think now the, the teams you know, bring fully-fledged teams down here. So I think it'll be a, a full-strength team. So year before the World that. Cup. Yeah, it'll be a, a building block for them, really. It's important. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but in, look at individuals, because you mentioned Dempsey. He's made huge strides. And let's be honest, um, we'll probably move away from Hannigan. Does, has he nailed down that six uh, shirt right now? Well... I can't. I can't see why not. The, I think the only issue for Dempsey is you've got to imagine since they paid Pocock a billy just to chill in Africa and play, get paid in Japan. He's he's got to come back into it. But but mine leaves because he's going to Japan. yeah. But I just wonder if Dempsey is too similar to Hooper and Pocock, whereas McMahon is your ball running mm. back rower. McMahon's leaving though. No, no, I know that. But take him out. I don't know if Hooper, Pocock, Dempsey is a two-like-for-like back row. Well, Dempsey's a line-out option. Just. Just. I don't think he's... He is, but no, he's, he's not, not particularly one. tall. Um, so, I don't know. That's my only concern with him. But but I think that game he showed enough. And I, I guess we shouldn't be fucking losing the plot here. He's been pretty shit for two years. Hmm. He just had a good game. A very oh, good game. Yeah, consistency is the question mark yeah, that you're going to yeah. throw over his right. head. And that starts at Super Rugby. But, but you also think, in addition, sorry to interrupt, I think it's he who you're comparing him to as well. Yeah, well, mate, if it's him or Hannigan, That's yes, me fucking mate. That's what I'm saying. So it's it's he's he looks very good because you remember the last guy that wear, was wearing six that was a bit of a... Just dog. Yeah. Ha- do we have to judge the coaches for that decision? For just persisting with that bum when clearly Dempsey was in the wings? Must have been doing something to training. Look, I, I would say at times, you know, I'm, I'm supportive of saying the player, not to learn his craft in international rugby because it's the hardest way, but I think if you chop and change too much, you create that that instability whereas sometimes I think you've got to stick and if they wanted to stick for it I can understand why they stuck with him for a while and when they got to a point where it was a point of no return then they had to make a change you've got to factor in player welfare too whether or not he's um, you know you can't, you can't throw him in the deep end and then go dude why can't you swim mm. I think man. the thing that annoyed me though the bloke was picked on paper 6-5 line out option ball mm. running option a big frame mm. like he was picked on paper not on performance yeah. Never seen him in a good game for the Tars, ever. 
Mm. Oh, I don't know. We we said he played. We we said he played well for the Tars a few times. Maybe I didn't say it. Um, but let's wanna, let's. You're gonna go me again? Do you want to Google it? <laughs> um, let's talk. Let's talk positives because there are plenty. Mm. Um, I mean, Izzy Flower, you couldn't have had a better season. The bloke is in the prime of his career. Mm. It was interesting. We asked the question a couple of weeks ago. He scored the most amount of tries, and you oh, said God. that he. I'm leaving that. <laughs> Before the podcast, James was telling me Israel Folau was past it, oh, and I lost the plot. There. He's not getting better than he is today. No, and, and even... I reckon he's been better in the past. The, the, the stats that are all like most tries scored, dude, it's because we play fucking very attacking rugby, and more so than we it. ever have been. And even he said it. That was the question I pointed You're to. You're going to tell Israel Folau that he's wrong about himself. You are high, mate. No. The bloke has scored 12 no, tries drops. in the international season. He is absolutely... I think he might be 13 now, actually. Phenomenal. He was on track to break the record ever for most tries in an international season. He just did the same thing at the Tars in a horrific team. He is in the prime of his career. Whether he can get better, I don't know if you possibly can get better than he is. He's that dominant. The bloke is phenomenal, and he showed it that game. Leading running meters for any player on that field against the fucking All Blacks, and you're telling me he's going to get worse. Well, why didn't McKenzie have the most running meters? Because they why never have game. every week. Australia players. Because Curran Drani hasn't broken the line in three years. One of the best defensive centers around. As soon as he came in, he fixed us up. That's not his job. Well, who, else, hanging, would hanging, who else? Who else is, is yeah. on the end I, of I, the I back see, line? Yeah. Everything so you're telling me Falau's not good. He just gets it's run not, meters because no, we have no, no other no, options. No, 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 you change the argument. It's very you defensive. the fucking argument. So, We're not saying he's not good. We're saying he's not at his best. He could be better than he is now and n- has been in the Name past. a stage of his career he was better than he is this Second season. Second year in. Crazy. He didn't even know how to play rugby, mate. You see him trying to ruck He them? was more, he was more just, threatening just ball trying to ruck the other day. <laughs> it's not much better. <laughs> but he, he actually knows where to stand and where to be. Yeah, as a postman or a guard. You're crazy <laughs> if no, you think he was crazy. better than. Not crazy. That's insane. Uh, all I would ask you in a simple yes or no, do you think this is the best form he's ever been in right now? Yes. Simple yes or no? Yes. Okay. I'd say this, yes. Better okay. than last year? Yes. Better than the World Cup year? He was horrendous at the World Cup. Yeah, World Cup wasn't very good. And he was learning his craft before that. I think, yeah, he had played very good rugby then, but I think he's a better player now. Um, With him leaving, uh, I'm okay with that because I actually think we're built enough and we've got enough coverage and we probably need to see what we've got back there without him. I'm I'm okay with that. he signed to? He's playing a lot of rugby, mate. He's Mm. signed till after the World Cup. So he's going to play a lot of rugby for us. So I'm actually... It sucks. It devalues the jersey, but mate, no, it they play a long calendar. Yeah, fuck that, man. It doesn't devalue the jersey at no, all. It, it was actually there was an article on the, on um, just talking about player welfare, and actually, and it is if if even if England could build that in more, I think they they need to take that break to elongate their career. But I'd love to actually know what you'd think in regards to the because he's out of the spring tour, he's taking a rest. Do they go with the Bill option at 15 because he's been defending at 15 in this and, and to allow him to come in and step a second receiver and be the creative person he is? Or do they play the safer option and put, say, a, um, a Dane Head of a DHP into fullback? I, I, either one um, is fine. I think DHP makes the most sense because you don't change your structures up. But I've said it a thousand times. I think Bill's a fullback. And the weekend showed that for me. He struggled at centre. Yeah. He also couldn't catch a high ball. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It's not for that. But Carmichael Hunt was back in training, obviously, during the week, wasn't he? He played for Brisbane City. 
Um, so he might come. He he might come in as well in that sense, which allows the movement across. So there's options, and it's probably good for us to see what other depth we've got. But let's just enjoy this game. Let's oh. go. I thought Corabetti um, is just a finisher. Yeah. Didn't get a lot of work coming his way, but. God, he can defend. Which was good, though, because last two... Sorry, Jim. Two weeks ago, I mentioned it was great that he actually comes out, he came and found work. But I actually like the fact that this time he kept his defensive structure more and didn't obviously negate that wing. It's a lot more wing. important when you play a team like that. Yeah, absolutely. So I thought I thought he, he did really, really well. Genuinely impressed with and his defensive And got the pace to chase, chase yeah. line breaks mm. down. Mm. Um, Kurandrani is just so immense at defending. You're right, Jim. I'll concede he's not making line breaks like he was at the World Cup. Uh, but he still offers us a straight running option, and he's just so good at organising yeah, defence. No, he needs to be in that team. Mm. Um, he, he's definitely the number one option at outside centre. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, who do we have on the other wing? Hodge was phenomenal. Mm. He, he, I mean, maybe he's a winger. God, he's unco though. He's God, he looks unco. Really, he? yeah. But he can mm, kick a ball up. Jesus, he way. can kick a ball. He can kick a ball long way. Yeah. It's and like mate, the way he stepped up to the plate, the two kicks he made, fucking a. And do you know what? Uh, I have to ask your opinion on straight, it. Straight as well. Foley yeah. can't seem to kick straight. No. But you know when you, when you scored a try off, off it, and by the way, you know, fantastic that you did, but I was the, the Northern Hemisphere, take the three, take the three. I was screaming it. I was, yeah. But yeah. it's like they didn't trust him. They did because he missed so many. So does Reese Hodge need to step up more often now to take, take over? Oh, I've like never seen Reese Hodge kick... Um, Closer than accurate, no, accurately minutes. consistently. When he kicks yeah. for Melbourne and stuff, he's not that good. He's just got a massive boot, so I'm sure he could do it. Yeah. He probably just needs a season of Super Rugby. I wouldn't want to throw him in the international stage doing that just yet. Mm. But yeah, there's scope for it. Mm. Uh, moving in, I think Bill just tried too much. Mm. Dropped a lot of ball. Didn't Dropped he? a lot of fucking ball. Mm. He got part. He got shoveled some shit as well, but he dropped a lot of ball. Yeah. I have to say. And yeah, he just didn't just didn't play that well. Was overplaying his hand. It was interesting though. A lot of the time where you cut to players, you know, behind the posts or whenever it was, Bill was doing a lot of talking. Whether that was because um, Foley was taking the kick or whatever, but uh, I don't ever remember him doing that before. And if I'm wrong, I stand corrected. He looks very animated. You're about to put it down to his fucking time in English rugby, aren't you? No, but I'm going to now. <laughs> uh, no, I just thought that's a, that's a real positive for him because being the mercurial person he was before, if he's now taken on more of a leadership role, that's that's great, isn't he it? He is a senior member in that team, but Folau mm. said after the game goes, I don't say much, but and you know he's not going to put his hand up and say anything. Kurandrani's not going to do it. Henry Spade's not going to do it. Corabetti's probably not going to do it. Um, Genia does it a lot. Good to see. And Foley's taking the kicks. Who else is there that um, Michael Hooper's obviously going to be leading it, and, and the and the, the forwards are going to be setting the platform. So so that's good. I thought Farley was shit too. Yeah, but we don't have a, t- a ten chase. No team, mate, do we? no How, mate. Quaid in that fucking game was horrible. In the NRC, oh. horrible. He's mate. done, mate. If I yeah. was, oh, dude, I'd is. sign the next contract that came my way, irrespective of what profession it is. But I know people are quick to shit on Foley, and it doesn't like he has. He does have the old bad day at the office. One thing I'll I'll give you: when he's having a bad day at the office, he doesn't really have a bad attacking day. Ball in hand, he has shit kicking at goal days, shit kicking at a hand days, shit defensive days. Um, But he rarely has a poor attacking game. Tonight, well, two nights ago, whenever it was, you could argue he dropped Jim, a bit of ball. When was it? Well, if he loses his mojo, the whole team loses his mojo. So, yeah. So he can't hang his head. Foley had a bad day, but his bad days, he still offers mm. a bit in attack. 
do you think uh, again it always comes back to uh, Farley having those options you know he runs to the line and has those options and maybe on uh, he wasn't helped by that it was a bit limited at times but let's talk about the, as you said the positives you know he's there he's the only one that I would say that stood out other, well actually there's one other which I'll talk about in a minute but as you say there's no one chasing him no one really pushing him so if he has a bad day he knows it's kind of it's okay because it's there's, there's no one as I say screaming for his position I, I don't but he's alright to have a bad day because he has some fucking good ones too mm. um, I'm just sort of moving in covering the players yeah. here I thought Genia was really good but uh, got caught at the base a couple of times I think that's probably part of it is just is the forwards fault honestly just the pace in which they wanted to play it yeah and actually not securing that 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 uh the ruck time and as much as we're praising everything they they still struggled um and the ball retention was great actually it was a huge 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 improvement but certainly in the first 25 minutes when we weren't playing that well i was like fuck me we still haven't sorted out the mm-hmm. ruck yeah. um and probably when genia got caught a couple of times late in the game i was worried he was doing the gregan two step I think it's actually also it's a bit of um, two things about that inaccuracy of um, approach to the ruck and clean out. Sometimes it's still not through that middle. It's still coming in a bit on the side and they're missing the guy. And it's actually surprising if you watch it how many times they try to clear the guy, but the guy has already been there and he's got such a good position. It's really difficult to move him. What I'm getting frustrated, and we've addressed this a few times, is teams uh, when pilfering and everyone does it. This isn't a slide on any particular side. The goal doesn't even seem to be to go for the ball now. It's to just attach the ball to the player. Mm. And so you can get a really strong base because you're not just approaching the ball. Uh, and all they do is they're, they're essentially holding the player, which you can't do, under the guise of wrapping the ball. The, the other thing is, and I'm quite happy to be told I'm wrong by either of you two, the other issue is, is as well, there was about a year ago, or maybe a little bit more, there was a real move away from the fact that when you went to jack with the ball, you weren't allowed to put your hands on the floor and then drag your, or drag your hands on the floor to try and then steal it. Yeah. But it seems to be that seems to be not wrecked anymore. There's a quite a lot of times where you'll see players put their hands on the floor first and then quite rightly then pull the ball into the player. Yeah. And just hold it there rather than it. trying to So you're, you're making... It's too, in my opinion, it's two infringements. A, you're dragging your hands across, and you're not actually trying to nick it anymore, which, I don't know, it makes it really difficult. Yeah, it's... God, that stuff's hard to police, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, it happens so quickly. It's That's just the one that Bob Simo got pulled up on, eh? Bob, I know you lost me, Jimmy. Yeah. Rob Simmons. Oh, right. <laughs> Bob Simmons, it totally threw me. Um, talking of, talk, These talking night pods aren't for you, are they? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have to say, Rob Simmons was the guy I was actually alluding to. I'm not. I'm not... I'm not convinced he's the long-term Yeah, fuck option. off, my Hagel was Tui. Exactly. He, he, well, look, he, got a, he got a severe injury, old yeah. Tim, so... Oh, Bob. I felt a bit sorry. Tui's <laughs> a bit high sometimes in his running, running, but he's a big boy. He's a strong boy. He gets over Breaks the game. Breaks Yeah, absolutely. Mate, but, and does work. What do you have, yeah. 19 runs and a half a rugby? Yeah. Fucking I'm, I'm sign just, me up. That's for Lau numbers, that. Yeah. That's more than for Lau. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Um, I just again, I, I don't, I don't know why Simmons is being picked. That's that's me, and I'd love to know your opinion, really. I guess Rodder's injured. Yeah, Rodder's yeah. injured. Rory Arnold played for Perth Spirit. Yeah, why is he? Why is he? Fuck, check is weird with second rowers. Yeah. But yeah. mate, I'm in for Tui, and God, Coleman's a good player. Mm. Good at everything. His cleanouts are great. His ball carries. He sorted his ball height. His defence is immense. His work immense rate. Defence, yo. I'm in for all of it, mm. mate. Coleman's a machine. Coleman we, is a machine. We haven't touched the back row. And, and he's really, a grub. He brings the mongrel he does. that we need. Dan Coles, he's, Dan, he's a grub. He's a grub. He's, he's a, a super grub. Super grub. Super grub. I wonder, Kiwi fans listening out there, do you hate him if you're not a Canes fan? Like, do you hate him or is he just that good you're in? Because it's just, he's such a grub. 
Oh no! When he pulls on the black, they can't. They, no, they won't. You're not going to get. Because I am not willing to concede he is not a freak at rugby union. He is so good. Hmm. Yeah. But you think of the biggest grub in Australian rugby. If he put on a, if he put on the gold, love you, you, you'd love him. Yeah. Love him. Take, so no, if you like, he's a grub. Yeah. Yeah, but a grub. even Flower was fixing his collar when they had a little bit of a rumble. Mm. He got Flower on the wrong side. Man, he's a pretty chill sort of mellow sort of cat. Yeah, he doesn't say. Maybe much he in the added huddle. up his meters by running away from them. Yeah, yeah. Could, oh, have, yeah. could have added. Yeah, yeah, Carl's But a I mean, that's the role of a grub, Just isn't it? Instigate. Get the, the get the nice guy a bit upset. Mm. Um, the back. What if row. they talk about that in the sheds? Yeah, I reckon they do. Bring the grub, just dedicate grub duties. I think a, grub, a, a good grub would not not need to be told. Yeah, because it's sort just, of innate in it. Yeah. In the under sixes, he was just bashing kids. Yeah. Because it takes a certain person to piss off a nice person. Yeah. Doesn't it, Blake? What? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a grub. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm the grub of this podcast. <laughs> Um, do you want to go back to the back row? I'm How right. good that that was that was where we wanted, and you know what? That's so amazing because no Pocock, and all, for two years we've been hollering for a ball running back rower, and McMahon just stood up. Mm. Yeah, heavy man. And so did Dempsey. He, every time Dempsey broke the first mm. tackle, I, I would have to say they they grew, they grew into the game. In the beginning of the game, I thought Sam Kane and Kieran Reid were really stood up and how showed good the is court. fucking Kieran Reid? How good is Sam Kane now as well? He nicks the ball, he tackles, he hits hard. I, 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 and that's the thing we're, we're so fairy ish this podcast. The first half an hour, I couldn't believe we were in the game. Mm. I thought New Zealand should have been ahead by twenty. And and I really thought, fuck, second half, this is done. Mm. Like, they're just going to... It was the first 25, 30 minutes, I was very worried. And you're right, it was Sam Kane and Kieran Reid. Yeah. And Squire was putting hits on. Yeah. Very worried. And it was just interesting to watch their different tactics as well. For that first try, they, uh, for the Nahilo try in the corner as well, it was just the, just understanding to yeah understanding of not only the pick and drive first to get the to suck all the all you guys in, but also what a pass. How oh, he can pass, pass, can't he? Yeah, he, can, he can't pass. pass up a Tinder date, but he can pass. Cool. Oh, oh, <laughs> that his thing. Um, yeah, that's his thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so back haircut, but. Guinea is rocking this. He deserves a shit. Like he's got to shave it now. They're lost. Yeah, it's true. Guinea can grow his out now. It's a thing. You got to share it. You got to share the haircut. I thought that was only in the playoff, like in the final series that you don't shave your hair. No, obviously not. No, shave it off. Played shit. Okay. Um, I think New Zealand missed Bowden fucking heaps, man. Because a lot, and I know whatever you're going to say, but a lot of their tries, a lot of their opportunities comes from his pace. Not necessarily his boot, even though it's an outstanding boot. Not yeah. necessarily his pass, even though it's an outstanding pass. It's, it's not. He's just a shit pass. But his pace he, counts yeah. for so much pressure. He just gets outside of his man, which puts the defence all suddenly panicking and scrambling. And obviously that that's a, a huge advantage. And when Sopawanga catches the ball, yes, he offers a different skill he set. Conceded he conceded the first try, mate, Sopawanga. Yeah. That doesn't happen. New Zealand probably win this game. You can, honestly, they, that's how much they miss Bowden Barrett. That mm. first try was Sopawanga's fault. That's crazy at international rugby to do that. Now, I was under this sort of... I'm still under this deluded view that New Zealand would actually be a better side with a genuine 10, not Bowden Barrett. I think Bowden Barrett could be the best player in the world. I don't think he's the best 10. However, they're so used to Bowden Barrett, Mm -hmm. they look like they couldn't adjust. Mm -hmm. They just looked... It wasn't... You're exactly right. They missed him. It wasn't firing. I think Bowden Barrett... Yeah, he plays this 
different game that's very hard for them to just swap him out. It happened in the South African series as well. And when you see Sopwanga play for the Highlanders, you think in a heartbeat he could slide into a test team. Mm. He hasn't done it. Mm. And I just think, and it's Aaron Smith on that side of him who he plays with, you think it would be an easy transition, but he's really, really struggled. But you look at how the Highlanders score their points. They're very structured. Yeah, and and this is what I'm saying. New Zealand have catered for Bowden for so long. When you put in a structured 10, it's it's chaos, mate. I think it's really hard for him to adjust and the players around him to adjust. Because, mate, you hardly notice my mate Ryan Crotty on the weekend, which is crazy with how good he is. We hardly noticed him. Sonny Bill was doing his best to get in it, but didn't do too many devastating things. I think Sopawanga stifened a lot of their attack. Mm. Any, anything good was coming off Aaron Smith. And you think of McKenzie, who plays a very similar style. There's no other Chiefs in that back line. Yeah. He's got no kinship there. No, He's got he no relo. kinship, no. So, I don't know. I, I think they really did miss Bowden Barrett. I agree with him entirely. But I still... I don't know. I don't know if he is the best 10 for them. He's certainly the best player. Mm. Um, interesting. Talking about the, the All Blacks uh, back line, we, we talked about the back three and uh, the plethora of op- options they have um, available. And, you know, Naholo does well. Ioani did well. Ioani does well. Um, then you've obviously got all the other options which we've already mentioned. Uh, Dag, Havili, Ben Smith. It just Havili, keeps going. Yeah, Milner, Milner Scudder, etc. But, but is, uh, is, that a, is that the way forward? I like that balance of having of having um, Naholo on one wing because he's, diff- he's a different kind different. of option. You know, it's just your out-and-out finisher. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you've still got your cover, your kicking options, obviously, with your with your fullback and your other winger as well. So, I, I genuinely don't know who their best back three is. For me, I still can't go past Ben Smith, Israel yeah. Dag, and then whoever your best attacking winger is, probably Iwani at the moment. Mm. Th- that'd be, f- for me, that'd be the back three. Yeah. But who, who knows? That's probably only another year until mm. these other guys take over. Mm. God, it's a nice problem to have. Yeah, they're oh, easy yeah. to train up to, back three. They don't take as much work as you. Yeah. yeah, your as your, as your, yeah. No, and it's similar whatever team you play for. Mm. It's a similar sort of thing. Unless you're the Wallabies, then you're fucking defending at 10, 12, <laughs> halfback, jumping in outs. <laughs> yeah. Doing whatever. Just madness. Feeding the scrum. Um, but just a... a a great game of physical rugby. I think the the only complaint you could have as a viewer was it was quite a few stoppages throughout the game. But for me, it just built the drama and the atmosphere. I thought a great crowd. The viewing numbers were through the roof. Were they? Watching on TV. Most watched game in a long, long time. I'm not going to dare say a year because you'll look it up. Um, but massive, massive viewing numbers for an amazing game of rugby. And hey, maybe this suits rugby post rugby league and AFL yeah. to have a few big games. Yeah. Um, hopefully it inspires Aussie fans to get back behind him next year. Mm. And well done, Brisbane, for getting the people out there as well. There's a lot of people in the ground. They love it up there, but 45,000 people packed in there. Sounded a like noise. a lot of Kiwis. Making a lot of noise. Yeah. yeah. Going un- home unhappy. Yeah, see you, Steve Moore, too. Um, we, we've, we've looked... Did you cover that? No. I, was researching, uh, I, I mentioned, uh, we've <laughs> mentioned, and we've gone through the fact he may have stayed on too long and what he's going to be remembered for, etc. We've done that, done that bit, but you should, we should obviously recognise the fact he's been a great servant. And 125 tests, yeah. a very good front row. Just one of those blokes that, unfortunately, his whole 125 tests was during Not a fairly, a fairly rough patch. Mm. But mate, he was, he led us well the mm. last World Cup. Good player. Yeah, absolutely. Undeniable, but yeah, he looks he looks old on the field now. Had a good little cameo this week, though. Yeah. He's still around for the Reds next year, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, but not in the Wallaby jersey. Yeah. He's still playing Reds. I have to say, talking about a jersey particularly, love the um, 
love the, uh, the the Aboriginal or the, uh, the the jersey that you wore, the jumper you wore on the weekend. Thoughts? Yeah, my only thought is there's no excuse for not keeping it forever. Hmm? Why is that not part of our identity? Yeah, it, it absolutely should be. I haven't heard one not positive thing about it. It looks amazing. Hmm? Just let's do it. Let's keep it. It's busy. It's a busy jersey. It's a little busy. I don't mind that. I just, I, the only thing I don't like is when this shit's tokenistic. Let's just embed yeah. it into what we do as Australian rugby and lead that charge in Australian sport. Mm. Yeah. It's own it. Especially while we have awesome blokes like Kirtley Beale. Mm. Yeah. It's um, positive publicity, isn't it? Yeah. Well, just, it's just watch, a, watch every other ethical teams, thing to well, do. Every other code will sort of fall in suit, I reckon. What do you reckon? Yeah. But great if Hopefully, it follows. Yeah. But, yeah. mate, rugby, take the charge. Wear yeah. it more often. Lead, lead Take it. it on tour, eh? Yeah. Yeah, why not? I loved why it, not? mate. I, I or re- turn it into just it on our soil jersey. You give it something. Yeah, I thought it was really powerful watching the haka and then the Aussie boys standing there in formation in their indigenous kit. I didn't know Kui was like a welcome. Yeah, how about that? Mm, I thought it was I like, like that, where right? are well, you? Pe- people loved his welcome. Yeah. Yeah, there was a little... Uh, it was out there. It was a little folksy yeah, for yeah. me. Yeah. A little out there. I'll tell you what I do love about the welcome to country. There's no set rules, mm. and every different Indigenous country has their own representative and their own way of saying it. It's a lottery, man. Mm. So, some of them are great, some of them are long. I wonder if there's like an audition <laughs> process, or they just go... No, they'll just be a, one of the elders. Is there a the resume community. involved? Previous Welcome to Countries review? I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure there would be. <laughs> oh, I'm in for the randomness of it. Yeah, I love it. But they've embedded that, and I love the fact that they've embedded that. Same, so, same, so and I they've led the charge in Australia. Exactly, sport, so yeah. let's hope that they continue to, to build on that, really. Mm. Next so. week, the Barbos against Alan Jones. Yeah, um, you're looking forward to Carl Godwin play? If him and Ned Hannigan are on the fucking field together, <laughs> fuck the Wallabies, man. I'm out. Really? Yeah, go the All Blacks. That's crazy. Now, Meeks will surely play 12, or Carmichael. I don't know. Surely. Surely, Meeks has been in the squad the whole year. Surely he's 12, Krevy's 13. Just to annoy you, I really ought to know all of us, because we've shouted him all year. Just to be interested to see how angry you two particularly get if he puts on the 12 and trots on out there. That'd be crazy, mate. Surely, this is your backline, ready? Nines, Powell, Tens, Duncan... I'm not going to try and pronounce his surname... Um, pay, pay, pay yeah, that'll do. Twelve Meeks, thirteen Karevi, um, and then the back three. You can imagine Spade will have a mm. run. He hasn't played a lot of footy. How else? And then the week after in Japan, so you got a busy couple of weeks. Yeah, I tell you what, it's really, 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 really important. The Barbarians game's fun, but we win comfortably, and we spank Japan, and they're not hopeless anymore. Um, just a build from this New Zealand And then, and then you beat Wales, because you always beat Wales. I think Pocock's in that Japanese team. Yeah, I think he might be. <laughs> Paying him a fucking arm and a leg, too. Fucking yen. The next big game is 19th of November, boys. Put it in your diary. That's all you need to know. Busy. You busy that yeah. day? Which you busy? 19th of... Is it of... It is, yeah. 19th of November, yeah, England. That's... I'm already sweating. <laughs> fuck. I'd... Oh, fuck. We need Falau. How's this bloke just having a sabbatical? Come play, you scumbag. Dude, he hasn't missed it. He's never been injured. <laughs> Other than the World Cup. Oh, oh man, that's terrifying. We need to... Oh, that hurts. I can't lose that game. I can't sit down and do this podcast. It'd be five on the trot, won't it? I don't know, Blake. How many would it be? All right. 
It'll be five on the trot. It, it, it will or be. in Blake's terms, five years. <laughs> Don't you laugh? To be fair, yeah, I you were in, with me. I, I joined Don't in. Don't you laugh? <laughs> I joined in. In fairness, imagine the people at home going seven years. Why do I listen to these idiots? <laughs> I still don't know why. But there's always one of us who knows the truth. It, you rarely you though. Usually me. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm. Um, all right, year in review. All Blacks. What do you think? Yeah, just Same as on. good as they are. Yeah. You know, maybe a little more patchy. They weren't the best team in the world over the last few. You know, when we talked about them losing halves and whatnot. They weren't consistent as they usually are. And, you know, they looked a bit dumbfounded in the first half against Argentina. We smoked them for 76 minutes when we were over there. That home ground advantage. <laughs> what game was that? <laughs> Did I miss that? I think I got rose-coloured glasses on. I thought you English are all about that. <laughs> oh, no, we're you pessimists. roses. You should know that. We're pessimists at heart, mate. I thought the All Black season was a strange one. They went from the best ever rugby side I've ever seen to... Sh- didn't win the Lions series. Losing to Australia. Losing to Australia, mm. dropping lots of halves. Like, it was a strange season, but God, they had some moments. Yeah. They looked incredible. Bockies, season in review. Do you know what? For, for <laughs> licorice, them, licorice, all sorts of them. Mm, but for them, it's, it is, they have made uh, strides forward. No, if you compare it Especially to what they Especially with were. that Muppet coaching them. Yeah. yeah. If you think, they were stationary last year. All going backwards slightly. Backwards, yeah. Like the, the, it is an improvement, but for them, this is the big year for them because ultimately they they are a sleeping giant. They should be performing way better than where they are at the moment, and they need to get rid of uh, their coach really because if they don't, they have to. It's not even an option, man. Yeah. But who's the option? Obviously, Ackerman's now down at Gloucester. Well, that's just bad management. Or upper Gloucester, whichever way you want to look at it. Yeah, it is. I agree. Um, Argentina, you're in review. Coaching's all about momentum. Have we done this yarn? This dude's winning tests, and we were good with Checker like that. Ruin was the same. Mm. He's had some great momentum. Turn that onto the international stage. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Argentina, what do we think? You're in review. Conversation. (laughs) It's a sound point, man. (laughs) We were in shock. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Normally, it's just and Dempsey. I know. And we're very confused. (laughs) Oh, Bob. Um, (laughs) Do you know what the the Argentinians are? Just kind of like yeah. That's horrific, mate. It's just the yeah. They're horrible. They've not really made any strides The Aguaras have made them dog shit, haven't they? Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. panther shit. No, no well, they were terrible. Catch it. Catch it. Wallabies, you're in review. Fucking, I reckon, bailed out by the last one. Yeah. I'll give it a, a, a tick now, but if we lost this one, it would have been horrific. Yeah. Super Rugby, Scotland... Two draws. Yeah, you've gone. But you, fuck, we bit the All Blacks. I'm good. In, in this year, you've gone from I was sat in this exact seat where you were just like, we're shit, we're the worst team ever, this is <laughs> disgraceful, we're like worse than Scotland to now, we're like, you're amazing. You're just somewhere in the middle. We're inconsistent at best. You yeah. can say that at best. But I tell you what's, what's so nice about this is you can see potential. There were some weeks there, man, where it was like, Jesus, I don't even know who you could pick. Yeah. I don't want to swing off Checkers balls too much, but it's almost like he's got this fucking really nice car that he's built up and it runs perfectly it's tinted windows got it's a matte finish you name it whatever fucking good things that appear on good cars i don't know much about cars and do then, you? no i don't <laughs> I, I think everyone hates matte finishes don't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he hands it to the coaches of the super and goes, take my car you can you can borrow it for the season just return it as you had it and they just fucking bring in this you know i don't know hubcaps have been stolen 
just reversing it into parks I don't fit into. Oh, please, leave it. I want to know where this is going. What else, Jim? Muffler's blown. Right. Uh, <laughs> Stereo's too loud. Wheels are no longer alloy. Right. Fucking, yeah, power steering shot. Imagine if there was a mechanic listening to this. <laughs> Red Joe's due, all that shit. Yeah, he gets oh. it back and goes, oh, fuck me. I don't know if I can fix it this year. Exactly right. That's what it's going to be like. The other... Um, That's what my concern is anyway. My, my concern, just talking about the... Oh, fuck me. Did you see uh, uh, old Harold Bishop got signed up? For the New Zealand Maori? Apparently he's killing yeah, it, Harold Bishop. For the Canes first. And, and the Maori. New Zealand Maori. And the Maori today. Fucking hell. Yeah. Mate, you can go from Ramsey Street to the top. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there is can. a straight path there. Yeah, absolutely. Crazy. Crazy. That's <laughs> crazy. Because he's killing it. Killing yeah. it. Yeah, I wonder if the sh- rebels were just that shit. They, they were have to shit. Be. Yes. Yeah. I mean, remember that? Remember that second roller? Retallic. Oh, yeah. yeah. It just Jesus. fell over nothing. There's not even a hole there or anything. Yeah. Just. It was a proper circus over there. Yeah, right? yeah it really was. Well, exciting times for next year, though. They got a lot of good players. Yeah, and good coach too. Oh, yeah, but, very good yeah, coach. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But this it'll make them look twice as shit now, won't they? If they turn this into this nice matte finished car <laughs> don't put any extra pressure on them let's just let the let's let the car roll into the garage and see what they can do with it because yeah. Kenny is signaling for them every week he is loves him yeah. mm. so it's a thing yeah. yeah nothing to do with his wife yeah. nothing no 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 no, no, no. nope alright anything yeah. else to add gentlemen no, I don't think so alright well thanks for your patience sorry we were uh, a day late mm. sometimes it happens it's hard to get three men together. It's fucking very hard mm. to get together with three men. Yeah. And well done for lasting this long if you have, by the way. <laughs> yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, please write to us. We're not entirely sure how often we'll be back during the spring tour, but we'll be back. Yeah, thanks for listening. Sometime or another. Mm. Hooroo. All right.